It's time for Inside Sports Medicine on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket, with your host, Dr. Tio Soriao, orthopedic surgeon and medical director of Texas Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Group. Get your sports medicine questions ready and call 888-787-1310. Dr. Tio Soriel, and uh, that was very insightful. Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to Inside Sports Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. T.O. Soriel, live in the studio. This is your sports medicine current events show where the topics are ripped right off of the sports desk. Over the next hour, you're going to be informed, entertained, and hopefully learn something new. There'll be a chance to call in, bottom of the hour. For those of you who are not radio people, that's like 7.30-ish. And I'll give out the number as we go along. You can watch us on Facebook Live if you wish. You can also listen to the app. Um, Is it still a Sports Day app? Yep, Sports Day app. And one of the cool things about that is if you join late, you can rewind for up to an hour. So if you wake up at 7.30 and you want to hear the beginning of the show, you can. This is live episode 853. Means it's not a rerun. Joining me this morning, Scott Blumenthal, Brad Ballard, doctors in the house. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Doc. Good morning. All good. All good. Pretty morning. I like this time of year when we get to the studio and it's daylight. You know, it's difficult in the winter when it's pitch black and cold and cold. But nope, uh, you're not going to hear me complain about the heat. I like it like this. I will. We have a lot to get to today. Jacob's here today doing the ticker. Morning. Morning, fellas. How are you? Been a minute, man. Yeah. How you been? So what have you been doing since you've left us? Well, I've been working the the midday shift on Saturdays. Yeah. Must be nice. You don't have to Um, get up early. Yeah, it's you know that's that's a little nice. I've been been getting up on. I'm also working Sunday mornings. Now, so that's my get-up day, yeah. is Sundays, uh, with Elf and work in progress and those guys. But, uh, you know, that's how we're, how we're working things now. We've had, a lot, as you know, a lot of changes here on the station over the last couple of months, so we've had to move some things around, and that was one of them. Well, there's going to be at least one more change August 27th. I'll tell you more as we move along. Interesting. Okay. August, okay. <laughs> August 27th. Yeah. Scott got, and I are looking at each other I, like... I got nothing. All right. I, uh, it's, a, it's a big deal. Put it on your calendar. Put a big circle around it. Um, well. What? Now what everybody's looking at me. What a tease. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it's a milestone. I'm curious. It's a milestone. So uh, what do you want to talk about? You know, one of the... F- I, and I, and I, and so I always... I, oh, sorry, I, I asked a question and I didn't give you an answer. I didn't give you a chance to answer. Well, I know, I mean, I, I can't imagine what it's like to live with you. <laughs> <laughs> My brain never stops. It just never stops. It goes from one to the other to the other, and it just never stops. So I was thinking, uh, as I was recapping last week's show, it, it's always important for each episode to have at least one medical 
that people can learn from. Mm -hmm. And I don't think last week's show we did that. Because remember, Mayer was here, yep. uh, and we, we talked about what's it like in the NFL. I, and while it, while it was revealing and while it was fascinating, I don't know that we had a Sports Medicine 101-like segment. Right, no, something, you know? for, them, uh, something for them to learn that they can actually apply regarding medicine. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I was thinking back to Episode 1, which way before your time, that was 22 years ago, what I talked about, and I'll never forget it, was the difference between an ankle sprain and a high ankle sprain. Mm -hmm. Which is so basic for us, but around the the sports league, very few people know what that what the difference is. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I was thinking today, today we're gonna have a sports medicine one on one. We just have to. Oh yeah, and yeah, it might sure. be high ankle sprain. I don't know. <laughs> it might just be that. Well, this is this is how it's gonna go. Tell me how it's going to go. What do you want Sports Medicine 101 to be? So today we're going to talk about high ankle sprains. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. yeah Ask what everyone, what, what's, yeah. what's your suggestion yeah, for what Sports Medicine 101? The answer will be forthcoming before the question is right. finished. Yeah. yeah. And, and then we'll choose what we want for Sports Medicine 101. Do you, so, know, do you know that the only person in the world who, who calls them on this stuff? I mean, I've been around. We've been friends for 40 years. I have a he, There is one person who puts him in his place. Who's that? His sister. Oh, yeah. She, oh. She oh, no. would have called you on she that, me on that uh, yeah. answering the question before you finish the question. Like, She knows more sports than I do. She's Clearly knows yeah. more sports than I do. Yeah. And I thought I knew quite a bit. Yeah. When does Cowboys training camp start? Starts on Wednesday. Wednesday. Everybody Oxford. reports or just the uh, rookies? Oxnard. Is that, what it, is that what it is? Do they still go to California? Sorry, that is their first practices on Wednesday morning. They're having the uh, state of the team presser with Jerry and Stephen and Mike McCarthy. Uh, that'll be on Tuesday. We will be carrying that live here on the ticket. Uh, so tune in for that because we will carry that press conference live, you know, pretty much in full. And is that, um, is that in Oxnard? Or that is in Oxnard. So that's on Tuesday. And then first practice is Wednesday morning, I uh, believe 1030 uh, Pacific time. So 1230 our time. And how, how many weeks until they start breaking our hearts? <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? When do that? What do you mean? Start <laughs> right. When will they continue? Is that what you're saying? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say when will the practice pick back up? Right, right, right. Look, I'm excited about this season, uh, not just for the Cowboys, but the entire NFL. There's just so many changes. Did you? Oh, see for the whole NFL. Okay, so many changes. So many. Did you, have you seen? Everybody's got now. They're revealing their special helmets. No, have I you didn't seen see these? That. Every team. So the Cowboys revealed theirs. They're gonna do it on for the Thanksgiving game. The coolest one I saw. Cincinnati, they have a white Bengals helmet. Oh wow! I, I'm going to invite you all to look at all of them because of all the ones I've seen so far, uh -huh. NFL is getting in their bag with some uniform stuff. That yes. is cool. Really? Uh, my favorite's the white yeah. Bengals so far. Wow! The the uh, the Jets, the Panthers, and the Saints all have unveiled a black helmet. Yeah, that is that are clean. Wow. Looking, the Cowboys, like you said, are going back to the white helmet with the blue star from the '60s. Mm -hmm. um, the Bengal helmet, it's it's cool. It's a little zebra-ish, it but is. it's still cool looking. The, the you should see, <laughs> you should see that, the, of of the black helmets, the Raiders black helmet. That is, it's it's sick. And That's this is this is throughout the season or just for one I game think it's only for specific like a specific. Special thing. I don't think it's the whole season. Right. Because, no, yeah, because it's, it's an alternate season. helmet. They they loosened the rules back up to where teams could have alternate helmets again. Okay. 
So can, one you of ma- my sh- can you imagine the Raiders in their home jerseys with a black, black helmet. helmet instead of a silver helmet? Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be something. Yeah. One of the coolest helmets I remember, and I'm probably dating myself now, I think I only saw it once, was an Army-Navy game, and Army had a camo, camo helmet. Oh, yeah. I thought that was the coolest thing. Yeah, that is cool. Um, yeah, Scott, you look like you want to say something. No, no, no. I, I, this, is, this, is, this is great because— This uh, is great. We're not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well— And, okay, so while we're talking about the, the beginning of the NFL season, <clears throat> I am looking into going to the Ohio State-Notre Dame game, the first game of the college season. That that's the first week, first first game. Wow, is this the one they do it here in Dallas. Nope, they're doing it at Ohio State, huh. and um, it's a huge so game. My sister's family, they're all Ohio State people because her daughter goes there and her husband went there, and of course my kids went to ND, so it's kind of exciting. It's a no brainer. You have to go. Oh, I've got to go. But so Notre Dame's got a new coach, mind yep. you. Yep. Can you imagine his first game is going to be there at Ohio State yeah. against Ohio State, yeah. the projected number one team in the country? His first two games have been pretty tough. He had the bowl game, and the now he's got game, Ohio right. State. Now, yeah. now Ohio State, the very first game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, look, I'm excited about college football. I'm, I'm a little concerned about how the name, image, and likeness thing is going to change the landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it already has, but. Like Nick Saban said the other day, the haves are going to get better and the have-nots are probably not. Mm. It's going to make a much bigger divide. All right, quick little break, and then we're going to come to the meat of the show. This is Inside Sports Medicine. Brad Ballard, Scott Blumenthal, T.O. Soriel coming right back. You're listening to Dr. Soriel and the gang on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Know this one? No. Nothing? Got I got nothing. Our board op didn't know it either. Wow. Jacob, any idea? It sounds like Led Zeppelin, but I'm not 100 percent sure what the song is. Well, well you're you're, you're in close. the generation. You're in the right generation. Scott? You're in the correct century. That's Jethro Tull. I know. Another blank expression from Mel. I mean Mel. By yeah. the way, there is no Jethro Tull. It's not a person. No, I know. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I was in is the he, same genre he, then. I was close. You were. The singer is Ian Anderson. Ian Anderson. I Welcome back. How they to... up, came up with that. What? We'll have to look up. We'll have to Google. Yeah. We'll have to do Doctor Google on how they came up <laughs> with, with Jethro Tull. <clears throat> we'll have to. Uh, we'll have to do some Kendrick Lamar today too. Oh yeah. Um, apparently, he's in town. Yeah. And with a monster entourage as we were coming into the studio <laughs> there were what three of those million dollar buses <laughs> five 18 wheelers is that how you get from concert to concert in the yeah. million dollar bus yeah. what about the private plane i think it takes longer if you're going short distances jacob so check this out okay. so so doc and scott are waiting outside as i'm as i'm pulling up and as soon as i'm pulling up the, i i see them ready to ask me a question. And the question is, uh, 
are you familiar with the name Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> and I said, uh, yeah. He's like, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I'm like, he's like, well, I think these these are all his buses and all his entourage. I was like, yeah, he's he's a pretty big deal. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are laughing. Are you familiar with Jethro Tull? Yes. Not at all. Not I at am. all. See, there you Not go. Not at all. But it's, Jethro Tull isn't like big back, and relevant now. But yeah. back in the day. Yeah. F- oh, yeah. Back in 50 years ago. At least. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's weird. I what? did not know this. You're Googling something? Band, band names were often supplied by booking agents. One of the booking agents for the group was a history enthusiast, christened them Jethro Tull after an 18th century agriculturist. The name just stuck. You know they who just Leonard never changed it. You know who Leonard Skinner was, right? No. Leonard Skinner was their football coach. That's fans how, football coach. That's great. And they just changed up the name of spelling of Leonard, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's you are listening to a sports medicine show. I promise you you're going to hear something sporty. I promise. Or medicine-y. Or medicine-y. I don't know. M- maybe maybe not. But there's got to be doctor coverage for this concert. <laughs> hey, speaking of I was the doctor in-house for Paul McCartney. Oh, wow. That was one of the coolest things, but I'll tell you, I was scared to death. Because if some... If If Paul goes down... If he sprained his ankle on the stage, I got it covered. That's right. If he passed out, I was in trouble. Probably the best thing I could do is call 911. Yeah. And I had it pre-dialed on my phone. I was just ready to push the button. Yeah. Event coverage, that is a thing, man. It is a thing. Event coverage, yep. I've covered a couple of events. There yeah. are teams, medical teams, that do that. 100%. You got the ambulance, you got everything, just like a sporting event. Yeah. Yep. What are you going to talk about now, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, this is medicine but not sports medicine Okay. I want to discuss. So, President Biden gets COVID this week. The most protected human being in the world... You can't get close to them without a COVID test. Can we discuss the difference between a pandemic and something that is now endemic? And do we really need to stay home five days if we catch COVID now? Okay, we, so it's such an art. Number one, it's artificial. Mm-hmm. And number two, if he can catch it, it's, yeah. it's just all around. It's I mean, ubiquitous. It's just, it's so, a, yeah. so you bring up a very interesting point because we have these conversations privately when when our staff our staff at texas sports medicine hey i was exposed to covid last week uh so i know i know so it it, everybody is grappling with that and i will have to tell you that none of us here on this panel are experts none of us yeah none of us just because we're mds yeah we are not experts on epidemiology that said as a population, we're in a whole different area right now than we were two years ago. No mm-hmm. question. Two years ago, we didn't know. Two years ago, we didn't have vaccine. Two years ago, we didn't have medication. Two years ago, if you were exposed, you'd need to shut down the entire country of Italy. Well, you yes. Heard, you heard that one of the reporters asked at a news conference, how did he get it? And, and, this, and the spokesperson for the president said, doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's, Which basically... Contact tracing is gone. Yeah. I, I mean, I, because it's you, you can't trace something that now people are walking around with without symptoms and shedding viruses. And fortunately now, with exceptions, right. it's a very mild, self-limited illness. Yes, 
if you're sick, you should stay home from work. Absolutely. But, but to stay home for four days after you're done being sick, that to well, me that makes no and I, sense. And I'm curious how this is going to affect sports teams this year. They're not going to test. They're, yeah, they're, <laughs> I'm just yeah, going to tell you, I mean, they're just not going to test. You know, because I guess as as recent as last year, they were they were quarantining guys. You know, for for last NFL season. Well, college and, football and, season. And is there going to be a difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated now? Right. Yeah, I think so. How they're going to, how they're going to treat so. athletes? That's my I, question. I think the athletes are going to have to be vaccinated. Be, I, I, I'm not sure, and I don't know what happened with Harden. I don't know what the situation is with that. And again, I, I qualify everything by saying we are not experts on this, but, but we live it, and we have staffs, and we have to you know, be concerned about do you stay home if you were exposed to your neighbor or whatever? I was in, uh, I had a trip to a meeting and I went through Atlanta and I went through Atlanta airport. Oh my God. Thousands of people. Yeah, I was just there a couple oh, of weeks I'm, ago. Thousands that of airport people. is well, the busiest, massive. The busiest airport, busiest in, the airport in the world. Yeah. yeah. Not a single mask. No. And I was thinking to myself, Dude, if you're going to get exposed to COVID, it's right here oh, at Terminal oh, yeah, A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's the largest Petri dish it, in, it is. And, and, <laughs> in the world, probably. And people are bringing viruses from all over the planet oh, yeah, yeah, to Terminal A. Yeah. And so, then they <laughs> they come there, and then they leave and go to- Somewhere else. Right. You know, one of the first airports that stopped the mask mandate was Heathrow. They stopped it? Yeah, this well, was- Because you can't help it. Well, it, it was- At any rate- Heathrow must have more international flights than every year in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, again, what you were saying is the world petri dish. I mean, Terminal Five, yep. to Heathrow is like Terminal A at uh, Hartsfield. I just randomly said that, but anyway, like do you like that Hartsfield? I didn't go. You know, <laughs> pretty good, huh? So, so the point that I think Scott was trying to raise, and this this does have a sports medicine angle to it. Um. We're probably at the point where COVID is with us forever and ever, and it will probably get milder and milder. Right. And I think if you're symptomatic, stay home. But I really don't know what to do with the contact tracing thing. I really don't. Yeah. Because a lot of the people who are testing positive are asymptomatic. Mm. So it probably, it's probably going to go to a symptom-based isolation it, rather than I think it has to test-based. But what will be interesting, we talked about this last year, is in the old days, if you had a cold, you just went to work. You just, just did. And now I think the, the, the peer pressure, if you're you know coughing and, and yep. sneezing oh, at yeah, work, yeah. it's like, you're going to get that look. Get, out, get yeah. out of here. Yeah, you'll get that look. You start coughing and sneezing and, and, for sure. You know, and... And perhaps that's okay, but you know, there's some people that work through colds. So when, like all of us, mm-hmm. previously, when mm-hmm. coronavirus first came around, um, I did quite a bit of reading, primarily because I I understand the language, so I understand what I'm reading. Uh, a lot of the stuff was way over my head, but historically, and we've had new viruses come around for centuries. What is it? The 1918 flu. Mm-hmm. It's Spanish, still around. Spanish flu. Yeah, it's still around, but it's not anywhere near as deadly as it was in 1918. Right. Well, uh, the common cold 
is a coronavirus. Mm -hmm. It's the same exact family as COVID, mm -hmm. it's a coronavirus. And I suspect that when it came around 500 years ago, it was far more dangerous than it is now. It doesn't – now I sound like I really know what I'm talking about. A, a virus that kills its host can't last very long. It mm -hmm. just can't last very long. It, it, so so maybe in the beginning and what normally happens – and look, if you're an epidemiologist and you know what the heck you're talking about, call in. Um, they tend to get milder and milder. If you've got other – coexisting conditions or whatever, obviously you got to take it very seriously. Yeah, yeah. And if you've not been vaccinated, please, I think you ought to. Um, I, I really do. And the same thing with the booster. But Scott's right. I think this is going to be with us for a while. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If for you're sure. symptomatic, stay home. But I don't know what to do with the contact tracings. Mm -hmm. did, you, did you do a second booster? I did not yet. I, I, I need to probably next week. Did you? Not yet. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I had the initial two shots. I had the booster, and I'm probably going to do the, the. I'm hoping part. that they just throw it in the cocktail with the with, with the, the flu. With throw the it in the cocktail. I do not like. I <laughs> do not like needles. I don't want two shots. I got to get a flu shot for work, which I do. Um, put the put the other booster. Just put it in there. I only get jabbed once. <laughs> I think that that's probably going to be a thing. The cocktail. I think it's probably yeah. going to be a thing. Yeah. And it'd be better if it was one of those one of those air guns like they did on Star Trek. Shh. Any idea no what the uh, NFL or NBA policy is on COVID right now? We'll, we'll look that up during the break and, and come back to you. We should have asked Mayor that last week. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he knows for sure. Be because, you know, if you've got 90 players and very, very and you start off in training camp with 90. Yep. And they whittle it down to 53, I believe. And then you've got the reserves and the taxi squad. Well, every well, well, first of all, all the guys are coming there from different places. so And close contact. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean – for the next several weeks. Imagine the line of scrimmage. Imagine the dormitory. Oh, yeah, yeah, Imagine yeah, yeah. the hotels. Yeah, for sure. If you had contact tracings, you can't have practice. Facts. You just can't have practice. Yeah. All right. I did promise that the bottom of the hour will take calls. 888-787-1310. If you want to queue up, 888-787-1310. And Sports Medicine 101, I think I am going to talk about the difference between an ankle sprain and a high ankle sprain. And um, kind of circle the date, August 27th, on your calendars and perhaps tell your friends. Are you guys dying to know what it is? It's it's uh, it must be an anniversary or something. I don't know. So breaking news and get ready to go to commercial. That's going to be our last show. Oh. August 27th, 2022 is going to be the last show for Inside Sports Medicine. It's a wrap. You're listening to Dr. Soriel on Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Tick. Welcome back. Surreal Top 10. I got so much grief that the cranberries were on my top 10 list. I like this song. I just don't know how else to describe it. So this song, this song, this song is on the top 10. 
this particular song. Right. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to Inside Sports Medicine. T.O. Soriel, Brad Ballard, Scott Blumenthal, episode 853 on uh, tail end of July. Can you believe people are already talking about going back to school? One of the kids uh, I saw the other day is going back to school August 9th. Yeah. yeah um, August 9th. One of the basketball kids is going back on the 11th. Yeah. Wow. Seems, yeah, it seems early. Yeah. It does seem early. It seems very early. Back in my day when we walked to school and we didn't have air conditioning. That's right. It was after Labor Day. And barefoot in, 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 in the in snow. snow. Right, barefoot right. through the, the snow. snow. Uphill both ways. Yeah. yeah that was a Bill, Bill Cosby reference. Oh, really? I'm not sure it's cool to do that anymore, but... <laughs> I don't know if it's cool to reference Bill Cosby <laughs> at this point. You just got canceled. <laughs> uh, let's go to the phones. You know what? We've not talked to Genoval in forever. Dude, you're on the air. What's going on? How you guys doing? You guys look wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you. You must be watching us on, on face, Facebook. Yeah, I've been watching you guys every every uh, Saturday. I watch every Saturday. Well, ever uh, since see, I've, uh... ever since I've been banned from Facebook, I can't see who's watching and who's not. <laughs> So, um, what did you, what did you do to get banned? Um, you know, it's funny you should say that. I don't think I did anything, but, but my computer geek explained it to me. The, the, the radio show Facebook page is linked to my personal page. Uh, and apparently that's a no, no. So they knocked out my personal page and therefore I guess I need to set up a new one. I don't know. But hey, Genovo, you ever seen uh, Shawshank Redemption where the guy says, you, you, you know, everybody here thinks they're innocent, right? Yes. <laughs> so Every, Everybody thinks they're innocent. Yeah, so Doc, Doc it, thinks he's he innocent. Maybe he said something, you know. Yeah. You know? Well, if, 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 hang on a second. I've never said anything. Mm. I've, ne- I've never put, what is it, an entry? What do you put when Facebook? I don't no. even know the word. Everybody thinks they're innocent. I've never posted Doc, anything. Doc, anytime you speak on the radio, anybody somebody's going to be offended by something. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm pretty you know, sure. You guys look it. good. I, I've been wondering about Dr. Ballard and this Johnny Black. I mean, this Johnny Cash look on, when it's hot as fire outside. But it's early <laughs> in the morning. You know, it's yeah. okay, though. I mean, you in know. The it, yeah. In well, the all black, yeah. In the all black, I'm like, okay, what kind of car is he driving? I know it's got tent. Hey, when do your boys go back to, to play football? Um, Sir, my kids never came home. Oh, so they're still there. Yes, they never. They only got ten days off, and they were like, "Nah, we're gonna just stay." Yeah, yeah. And so they've been starting. They've been extra doing uh, quote unquote <laughs> uh, training since uh, June fifth. Yeah, they a lot of D one college athletes don't get any more than a couple weeks. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most people don't know that since the NIL, yep. they cut their benefits in in half during the summertime. So a lot of them are doing stuff outside of sports to make ends meet. Wow. Like a now job? See that, that's insight that we would not know. That That's pretty yeah. cool to know. Yeah. yeah. Um, they they don't come home for very long if they do. They only get 10 days. Yeah. Most uh, D1, they get 10 days. Even basketball, 10 days. Wow. Because you got to get back and start because everybody wants to get back. You got to bring in a new freshman. You got to bring in, get everybody up to speed on everybody training. And then you got COVID now. So, wow. So oh, I didn't, didn't hear this. Huh? Yeah, you got players exposed. So, yeah. So I didn't know this, but um, they were interviewing Jimbo Fisher 
uh, during the SEC media day. And one of the reporters said, why do you talk so fast? And I think he was being funny. But Jimbo Fisher, actually also trying to be funny, Mm -hmm. said, because I only get an hour with the guys, according to the new rules, so I've got to get as much information in as possible. (laughs) Mm. That is correct. That is ridiculous. The coaches only get like an hour to talk, but the trainers and everybody else, and then they have a quote-unquote players-only training. None of the coaches can come over there, but you know how that goes. This right. is like, you know, so it's my, like your kids having a, a, a kids-only meeting. You listening. So my guess the is there. now that there's name, image, and likeness, I yes, think sir. all of these rules are going to go away. I mean, it, it just it's, it's a slippery slope that everybody was worried about. Uh, so why do you limit the exposure to one hour? Why do – you know, I think a lot of this stuff really makes no sense and needs to go away. But anyway, thank you for calling in. I always appreciate you listening. Well, I actually wanted to ask you, uh, put, you know, you guys need to do a segment on heat-related illnesses. I'm wondering why – I mean, y'all must be good in y'all air condition. The rest of us are melting. <laughs> what? I mean, damn. It's actually on I the mean, schedule? I haven't heard you talk about heat-related illnesses yet. Oh, no, 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 no. We've done it many, many times. In fact, if you remember, uh, and one of the shows was entitled The Color of Urine mm-hmm. because Mayer would talk about there was a color chart at the Texas uh, bathroom. He, he played yes. football at UT. And the color chart is, you know, is your, if your urine is this color, <laughs> you need to call the trainer. Right. Yeah, so, so we, don't, we usually do that in August. Uh, probably the first week of August, we'll do our heat. Uh, yeah, as the kids are going back to. Um, well, well, I would do a two-part series, seeing that when you step outside this morning and later on today, it's going to be hot as fire. But it's okay. <laughs> we'll let you wait till August. All right, we're going to. Okay. Two weeks. Thanks, Genoble. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. All right. Keep listening. All right. Let's go to Adam. Good morning, Adam. You're on Inside Sports Medicine. What's up? Good morning. Good morning. Um, so, uh, I wanted to call and, uh, I guess get a little bit of advice. So I, uh, had, uh, a laminectomy, uh, a few years back, a T3 through T6, and then an arachnoid cyst removal. Um, and I've kind of been experiencing some, uh, tightness in my back muscles, uh, recently, not so much pain, but just a lot of tightness and, um, I didn't know if that, is that something that I should probably go to maybe see a, a PT about or um, should I go back to my neurologist that did the surgery and kind of let him know? I, I just wasn't sure on you know, what, what the best thing to do. Great question. Great question. And this is episode 853, so we've been doing this for a couple of years. Um, we're going to give you direction, and I think that that's what – that's the best thing we can do because it is a radio show, but not so much advice. So, okay, Scott, yeah. direction, which way does he go? Scott, first so, of all, what's a laminectomy, man? Yeah. Okay, he, so laminectomy, the, the anatomy, the uh, back of the spine, you can, the part you can feel on you mm-hmm. is the spinous process. That connects to the little arch of bone on the back of the spine that protects the spinal cord. Kind of like a the, roof. The roof, the lamina. The roof. And a laminectomy is removing the roof. Wow. To unpinch a pinched nerve, or in his case, spinal cord, get a cyst removed. It's very much a neurosurgical term, isn't it? What, laminectomy? Yeah. It's an old term. No one uses it anymore. But mm. what's the new term? Well, 
Actually, for removing a cyst or a tumor, laminectomy is the correct term. Oh, okay. But uh, you know what we do in the low back now is is more uh, a decompression. Okay. Which mm. is a minimal amount of bone removal. So how long ago do- was your? Uh, sorry, Adam. How long ago was your surgery? Uh, fall of 2018. 2018. Mm. Okay. All right. So generically, if I have a patient that I did surgery on that has a symptom where I did that surgery, which, you know, the muscles next to the back are you describing or, you know, by the surgery, I would want to see that patient. So you ask, should you go back to your surgeon first and then maybe he or she'll send you to a physical therapist? Maybe. But I certainly would want to know that what I did was still okay. It's holding up. Before gotcha. you started treatment. So Before you start putting some other cooks yeah, in so, the kitchen. So my advice, call your doc, get get his or her opinion. Say, hey, yep. it's been four years. I'm having symptoms again. Yeah. Not as bad. Um, can, I, can I come in? Right. Yeah. And, I think that's it, excellent direction. Yeah. So that's what I would do. So great question. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Good luck. Thank you. Keep listening. Let's go to... Let's go to Mark. Good morning, Mark. What's hey. up? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yep. Hey, my wife has got uh, two things, sciatica and her joints hurt where they wake her up in the night, like her ankle or her back or uh, hand. And I know that y'all talk about that injection thing and, and just wondering what can she do with either of those two things. So radio show, radio show, radio show, and those are two different things. Yeah, broad question. Those are two know, different know, things. So so um, joint aches and discomfort, all three of us see that. Yeah. Sciatica, that's a very particular diagnosis. And so it basically means a pinched nerve of the sciatic nerve, the lower back. How, how was she diagnosed with sciatica? Well, she kind of probably self-diagnosed. Uh, mm. Oh, it, Google. It hurts, down her, hurts down her leg, and she's laying down a lot. We have a sick dog, and so we're having it keep it on the bed a lot. And oh. so she's she's prone a lot. So that's I'm thinking that's what might be it. And, and is exercise the, the main thing for that? Sadica is a symptom. Um, which is that the is, only thing? As Dr. Soriel described, pain down the leg in sure. the distribution of a nerve. Right. Um, but it's not a diagnosis. Yeah, so you got to figure out why. So GSIS. before saying well, how to treat it, you kind of, sure. I mean, like, sure, if it just happened, started at home and you haven't seen anybody yet, I mean, I think we can very safely say you could, you could take some over-the-counter anti-inflammatories just to start right and if it doesn't calm down then 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 go to um a doctor kind of like kind of like saying i got i did not use the word provider right it's kind of like saying i have a cough but there's a lot of different reasons why you would have a cough yeah i keep telling her permission to to compliment that analogy excellent analogy yeah so yeah so mark i spend the money (laughs) so um well we got to figure it out so early er, earlier when you called I, i was saying that those are two different issues uh, yeah, they're, they may be related, but the multiple joint aches and pains, um, you know, you get to be a certain age and have a certain activity yeah. level, that can be kind of normal aging. However, the disclaimer is, well, that also could be arthritis or it could also be rheumatoid or whatever. So I, I think I think a, a visit with the doc is a really good idea for to get both issues addressed. Mm-hmm. 
Let me ask yeah, you. And, and that came on ahead of the cycle. So yeah, right. Right. Yeah. right. That makes sense. And that makes sense. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Who? Are you talking to Mark? No, no. Yeah, so I'm you done. Guys. <laughs> no, I'm done with. We're, we're done with Mark. Mark, we're done with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, buddy. So, right. at what age do you. So, so, you know, we all have kids. When you have kids, you go to the pediatrician once a year for a checkup. Mm-hmm. Then you become not a kid, like 18, and all of us stop going to the doctor. And then you get to a certain age as an adult. Now, I assume we all go for a yearly physical or you might not well we do yeah um at what age what's your question what age should we should an adult who's healthy otherwise say you know what i need to just go have a primary care doc and if you're a primary care doc they tell you to come in once a year for stuff yeah you know i'm starting to consider it yeah you know what i don't have an answer for that specifically but i would say 40 I was oh, about to say. I yeah. started thinking about that when I turned forty. Yeah, and and and, and I've it's been on my mind lately because mm-hmm. and mind you, I, I feel like we can kind of well we justify not going because we're like, oh, I'm physician, I can recognize when something's pretty yeah. bad, but that that's really not. I, I mean, I, I really need to make sure that I start getting the yearly. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm 42. And it's important and, and, because and, yeah. you get blood tests and you find out what your A1C is and yeah. your cholesterol. And this is, pre- this is predominantly a guy issue because yeah. most women go to their OB, yeah. their gynecologist right. as a front and gyne sometimes do primary care. A lot their of annual, them do, yeah. yeah, because they realize that that these patients they're, they're they won't they can start patients. the screening process on a lot of different things. Yeah, right. Or that's the only doctor they go to. So this is primarily a male question. So 40, I'm going to randomly say 40. Okay. I, I'm gonna another. say forty-ish. I, I think it's forty-ish. Okay. For, for like you said, for somebody who's otherwise healthy, no don't have any medical problems, you're not on any medication, you feel pretty good. Um, Wouldn't yeah. you want to know like familial cholesterol levels before forty? Sure. Oh, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, we'd have to ask a primary care doctor. But yeah. things that that don't cause symptoms. Right, but that could be brewing. That, the 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 silent things that could be going on without you knowing. Yeah. Right. If you, look, and if you have a family history of something, oh, you, definitely, you probably ought to go yeah. sooner than 40. For sure. All right. Yeah. Quick little break inside sports. That's a great Madison. question. That's a good question. T.O. Soriel, Brad Ballard, Scott Blumenthal coming right back. You're listening to Dr. Soriel on Sports Radio 96 7 and 1310, The Tick. So glad we're playing Kendrick Lamar. That's it. Okay. That's Ray Johnston. Oh, really? That's Ray? That's RJB. Nice. Ray Johnston band. Maybe we should go tonight. Look a spontaneous Kendrick Lamar. You think that... It'll be a good show. I wouldn't know a single song. It's all right, Doc. You'd be exposed to something pretty cool. It would be entertaining, I would think. (laughs) No, seriously. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to put a positive spin. Yeah. Uh, all right, welcome back to Inside Sports Medicine. T.O. Soriel, Brad Ballard, Scott Blumenthal. And we are going way back in, in the archives to wrap up episode 853 with something that we discussed in episode, well, it wasn't we back then, it was me, in episode number one. So, and this is part of the reason why I started doing this show 22 years ago, is that there was so much in, misinformation in the sports world and the misinformation basically was coming from the team or the player or the agent, and people believed it, and they thought, hey, I, I think my son's got a high ankle sprain. Well, what do you mean? How do you know? Well, 
because it's the same injury that Emmett Smith had. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. So people used to think way back in the day, even today, that a high ankle sprain is just a really bad ankle sprain. Right, right. What do you got? Oh, I got a really bad ankle sprain. That's a high. It's ankle a high ankle sprain. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> right. completely incorrect. These are two two completely different things. Really, two separate injuries, two mechanisms that are completely different. Mm-hmm. We've all sprained an ankle when you step on a crack in the sidewalk. If you're playing basketball, in fact, it's the most common injury in, in NBA. You land on somebody else's foot, and your foot rolls. Mm-hmm. If you watch the playoffs last. Uh, uh, was it June, last June? There were three or four times where uh, guys would land on someone else's foot and you see the ankle roll. Roll where the toe goes inward. Yep. Y- yeah. Yep. That is a garden variety ankle sprain. And yes, that comes in three variations. It could be mild, it could be moderate, it could be severe. So you can have a grade three ankle sprain. That's bad. Yeah. You got to be in a boot. Yeah, sometimes we do surgery. I mean, that's bad. But that's not a high ankle sprain. A high ankle sprain is typically a contact injury. Um, uh, so, so the visual that I have, there's two that come to mind. When Dak yes. broke his ankle, yep. that was a variation on a high ankle sprain. Yeah, the way he went down. The way he went down and somebody falls on the back part and your foot rotates out. Mm-hmm. In the real uh, Terrell Owens, you remember the yes. uh, you got to be of a certain age. The horse collar, the tackle. horse collar tackle, and yep. the defender fell on the back mm-hmm. part of his ankle, and mm-hmm. his ankle rolled out. That's right. That's how you get a high ankle sprain. It's typically a contact. He it's, actually fractured his fibula on that he play. Yeah, which is not uncommon which with a high a, ankle sprain. It's a variation of a high ankle sprain. That's so right. you're absolutely right. So it, typically, if you don't break the fibula, or if you don't break. Uh, a piece of the tibia, you just tear the ligaments. Mm-hmm. The reason it has a bad rap is because it's a serious injury and it takes forever. Yes. There are ligaments that have to heal. And, um, oh gosh, Tua. Tua had yes. a classic high ankle sprain. That's right. And he ended up having to have surgery for it. Right. And I don't think it was a fracture, it was not a fracture. associated with his, it but it was unstable. It was, it was, you're absolutely right. So the point I was trying to make on the radio without the visual is that these are two different injuries. Yes, you can have a high ankle sprain, and yes, you can have a severe garden variety ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. And the treatment is different, you know? And I, I wanted on episode number one to get the point across that this is the crux of what we do in sports medicine. You cannot come back for an in, from an injury unless you have an accurate diagnosis to begin with. So when, when, and that goes for everybody. Mm -hmm. It goes for moms, dads, little Johnny, the baseball pitcher. You've got to have an an accurate diagnosis. And there is a, there is a urgency to these things in the world of sports. Mm -hmm. If, If you're a professional pitcher and your elbow's sore because you just threw a, a, 98-mile-an-hour fast pitch, you're going to get an MRI that night. Right. Because you got to know right then and there how bad this is. Yeah, for sure. I didn't really want to get into the business of medicine, but I am. Nowadays, Mm. (laughs) that pitcher who's got whatever insurance plan he's got Mm -hmm. comes to you, 
and you say, all right, we need an MRI. We're going to put you in a sling. We need an MRI. The insurance carrier says, have you tried six weeks of rehab? <laughs> and the answer is, we don't have six weeks to try. <laughs> so, again, oh, I, I, I don't want to get too far off the subject. The business of medicine, yeah, it impacts every, every one of us. But understand that there's a difference between a garden variety sprain, yes, it could be really bad, and a high ankle sprain. Have you seen the skit where the where the guy says, uh, "I'm getting an MRI because I think I think my patient may have brain cancer," and the insurance guy says, "Have you tried six weeks of rehab?" <laughs> have you seen that? No, Doctor Glockham. Yes, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, wow, the hour's really gone by fast. It has gone by fast. We um, we love doing what we do, and just because. I made the announcement on the August 27th date does not mean it's because we don't like what we do. We love what we do. And we're going to continue doing this for the next five, six weeks and maybe even beyond. Yep. You know, maybe, maybe inside sports medicine will be a podcast and we'll make sure that you guys know exactly how to find us. But, uh, but it's fun. 853 episodes over 22 years. That's mm. a big deal. Yeah. Might be a different format, but we'll see. I'm sure we'll figure it out. So until next week, on behalf of all of us here on Inside Sports Medicine, on behalf of Scott, of Brad, and myself, and those of us at the ticket, until next week, tell, tell your, your friends. friends. <laughs>